made it to another episode of the Pipe Dream Podcast. This is a show that reveals the real and raw of tradesmen's stories. We get the truth from those who support the people who do the work. We also take a deep dive with resilience experts and those who do the heavy lifting, supporting the labor force. Listen for today's tale from the trench. Hello, my brothers. This is Nick Demmel, the Awakened Tradesman. And the topic of today's episode is Rebuilding a Life with Chris Zeno. Sit back and relax and listen to today's tale from the trench. Hey, brother. What's up, Nick? So, where are you bringing us? <laughs> where are you coming from here today? Uh, Houston, Texas. I'm right in Houston. Houston, Texas. Yeah. So, I heard, uh, I heard a little bit that... Uh, I don't know. We don't like to talk about COVID too much here, but uh, I heard it was pretty rampant through there. <laughs> no, nah, it's total bullshit. <laughs> Wicked. That's yeah. good to hear. That's good to it's hear. It's just, yeah, don't, don't, no one should be watching the news or be on Facebook. No, nope, it's just, no, no. I mean, I've been traveling. I've been open the whole entire time. We're essential. I, I'm a high touch thing. I got to touch people all day long. You know, thousand people a week, touching people, no mask. You know, I mean, you're going to get it. It's going to go through you. I think I might, I think I might've had it. I, I lost smell for 10 days. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm sure it went through me and that's what, yeah. uh, you know, no, this, this hysteria, it's, it's, it's never going to end if we, if we allow and entertain this to keep on happening. Cause there'll always be another version. There'll always be, uh, what do they want the day when there's no cases? Well, then we drive cars. So it's like, are we going to wait till there's no car accidents? We're going to wait till there's no heart disease. going to wait there. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, dude, my, I mean, can I yeah. be my honest opinion? My honest opinion is the only thing that'll shut this down is civil war to tell yep. you the truth. <laughs> it's the only thing I see. And I just think, uh, Americans are too much pussies to do it. So we're going to ride this way for a while, maybe for my generation, for sure. Until man, we get a bunch of, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm up in Canada. So you want to talk about a bunch of pussies? We don't even, Oh, have. dude, no, no. I, I know someone. <laughs> Yeah, someone I'm, I know from Alberta, they're like really shutting stuff down. It's like, yeah, you know, so it's a lot of, I mean, I get it. Canada, you know, they're taking the precautions. So, you know, I even looked at other countries, but no matter what countries do what, it's no matter where you go, you just got to be like, you know what, I'm going to create the life that I choose to live in. You know, so if I want to, you know, I just cannot just, you know, people cannot just walk around and live it in fear of something that. I mean, it's not even uh, it's not even statistical anymore. Like, and I'm a big science research stat guy, right? And you could show the real stats and the real truth. And people are so afraid to die; they're so afraid of being the point zero 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 one percent that the rest of the world fails to live and yep. doesn't live because because they're so afraid of that point because they fear death. And these these are these are good. Uh, these are good topics of people understanding the mortality and, you know, uh, whatever they believe happens after this. And it just like, you know, I'm, it's just amazing how uh, good, hardworking people like ourselves have to succumb to um, the fear of the fear of people that are afraid of this. I think they should have their choice to be afraid and wear masks and stay home, but not affect uh, our lives, you know, but Hey, that yeah. is the world and that is the circumstance, but despite the circumstance, you and I could create whatever we want to create. And, uh, but I really do think it takes a little bit more planning, a little bit more hard work, a little bit more earning power 
to actually, uh, you know, create that though. But we definitely can create it when she just said, listen, I'm not going to participate in this anymore. So. No, and it's a great segue to, to why we're here today. And uh, if you can give a little uh, introduction on yourself and your, and your background, that'd be great. Nick, where do we want to go? Okay. So I'll give you that cliff note. So I played concert piano when I was a little kid. So I was always competitive, right? So I always had, you know, let's say I was always competitive, but I actually always had a lot of pressure on me to perform. So even at three, playing in church at three, like, so I had, I just know what it was like to have that pressure, to have to perform, to not want to make a mistake and not want to fail. But I also at the same time knew at a very early age what it was like to succeed and win. And man, that's addicting too, right? So I had beautiful two sides of the coin and that went from piano, then it went into uh, bodybuilding that went into fighting a terminal disease, an incurable terminal disease. And that went into back uh, into being, you know, building one of the largest health and wellness clinics in the world. And really everything I've done, it's been the secret sauce of uh, you just going back on those past experiences and that whatever uh, mental faculties were built from just being exposed to pressure, to perform, to, to, to feeling the wind, to feeling the losses and, I think it's uh, it was just really gratifying, uh, you know, just to be able to do uh, the things I've done. So yeah, I won Mr. America, I won Mr. Universe, you know. So I really had some really cool things, and they all uh, they they all they all have. I, you could distill them down. I could definitely distill them down to uh, like kind of a secret sauce for myself. I became self aware of what makes me tick, what what drives me. Not only the good things that drive me, but I also I think it's important to be self aware of the. Uh, call it the dark side you know some of the uh some of the things that they motivate you but they might not come from a place of love and peace but they actually kind of get the ball rolling you know and and, and if you know about it and you're aware of it you could you could utilize it to the point where it doesn't destroy you like it would somebody else so self-awareness was key mm-hmm. oh, i had 44 years i had 44 years to figure it out you know <laughs> right at least, yeah, you caught it before I did. I had both sides of the coin. I got a, well, I got a, a water dragon on this side and a fire dragon on this side. Yeah. I knew from a long time ago that I had those two personalities yeah. and I let one consume me. And now I'm sitting here getting divorced and talking to you. So, yeah. hey, this, but this Isn't is it? the whole, but this is the whole reason for this podcast is why I bring <laughs> it because yeah, there's all these amazing people doing all these amazing things, but there is the dark side for sure. Yeah, I think it's they could call it your shadow side. You know, there's a lot of things we could you could really get deep, deep into that. But I think uh, if you love all of it, and because like it, it would be a shame for you to despise or or hate something that's part of you, because then it's like it's the total opposite of loving and accepting yourself. And I think if you embrace it, I, I call it a secret identity sometimes. You know, and I'm like, you know, it's just a protective mechanism. So instead of forcing it and pushing it and trying to uh, unroot it away you know with force i felt i it was it made it very difficult where i found like in love loving it and embracing it and and acknowledging it that it was just there to protect me this entire time but i don't necessarily need it anymore man that was the way i was able to get through a lot of stuff i went the i went towards it and loved it not not up what we're mostly told to do you know conscious awareness conscious conditioning of like pulling weeds out of your brain now that that those weeds turn into tree tree trunks and roots. It got very dead grew. But uh, when I said, you know what, I'm just going to love that part of me, despite because it did serve me, 
And man, it was beautiful. That's when things really started to change. Yeah. And what, what year you said, Mr. Universe, what year did you? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in 1998, I won Mr. America. So I was 21. And uh, a couple of years later, I got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. That was that, that was that incurable terminal disease I had. So I was, went from about 230 pounds down to 158 pounds in about three and a half months. And, you know, I went through all the drugs and all the medicine and the top doctors in the world. It's funny, like every doctor you go to, the specialists, they're always the top, right? I never met someone that said they're the second best, but they're always the top. And it got to the point where all the drugs and the all the stuff trying to just mask my symptoms, they weren't even getting to the cause of it. They were just masking symptoms. It wasn't working. They're like, well, we got to remove your colon. You have a colostomy bag for the rest of your life. So I was only given, given one option of getting my colon removed, being on six grand worth of drugs for the rest of my life per month, uh, maybe not making it through the surgery because I was on all these immunosuppressants. They said I'd be sterile from the drugs. They said I was already. I mean, just a nasty life ahead of me. And, uh, you know, that's when someone, someone serendipitously said, listen, I want you to go see my doctor. He's a corrective care chiropractor. And to me, that was the most absurd, ridiculous witchcraft thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what's a, what's a masseuse going to do for a terminal disease? And my, this, check out this line. My teacher's like, uh, well, I said, I appreciate it, but I tried everything. He's like, well, you didn't try everything. Because if you tried everything, you had your health. I was like, holy cow, he's right. So, Because I became a victim. When you become a victim, you say, well, I tried everything, or I'm hopeless, or there's no other. Like, you felt like everything was done. And then I was like, he woke me up. I'm like, oh, my God, he's right. Jeez, I couldn't try everything. So I'm like, all right, I'll give this a try. (laughs) But sure enough, my blind spot was not in the food. I ate good. I exercised, clearly. It was in my nervous system. My spine was damaged. It was my lower spine was so whacked, but I had no pain. But the damage in my lower spine was damaging the nervous system and the intelligence from the brain and the information from the brain getting to those organs. And when the information does not optimally get there, you're not optimized. That's what disease is. It's less than optimal function. And over time, it manifested itself into what they would call ulcerative colitis. But all the disease is is a lack of health. And uh, I, you know, in, in in three months, I was off half the meds. Five months, I was off all the medication. And uh, seven months, the blood stopped because you're bleeding 15 times a day. In seven months, my body healed itself from an incurable terminal disease. And the last 18 years of my life have been nothing but an amazing blessing that was absolutely the total opposite of what these trained symptom uh, masking medical doctors had told me. If I just listened to them, lock, spot, stock, and barrel, I would have been dead. I would have been, oh, my life. It's just, it freaks me out every time I talk about it. But today, to be healthy, whole, um, have two beautiful sons I wasn't supposed to have, uh, everything I could check off on the box that you would want uh, was accomplished because I got my health back. And then I get upset because like, wow, you know, how many people are given one option in life where they're told this is the way it's going to be, and they believe it. It's yeah. kind of like, right? Like we were talking about before, they believe it. They don't question it. They they lack the ability to think. The only sin in this world right now is the sin of ignorance. People don't think for themselves. And because of it, if I didn't think for myself, like I'm, I'm going back to that time now. Like if I didn't think for myself, I would have been dead or I would have been the victim. I would have been the person who just wore my disease as my, uh, my uh, honor badge of significance to the world. And, oh, what a loser I would have been. Uh, 
what I mean, loser is I would have, I would have totally not even touched the potential that I've seen in the last eighteen years of my life, and uh, that's what I, and so that's why I was I'm extremely prideful, not passionate, prideful to help people, um, not greed their potential, and I want to pull out all the potential out of a person, and the way I get to a person, even mindset wise, is I get to them through their body. I, I, I hack their mind through their body because we all know when we eat right and we exercise, we think clearer, we're better, we feel more confident. So a lot of times I could hack, I could hack into that mindset of yours and your paradigm by getting your body right. I've seen too many multi, 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 multi millionaires, wealthy as hell, and they let their body go to shit. And here they're going to die with all this money and know that money can never get it back. So a lot of times with these high, high performing CEOs that I work with, it's I just take a different approach. I hack their brain through their body. So I get their body going correctly, their chemistry going correctly, their mind turns on again. And then to them, it's worth tens of billions of dollars, a, a quote unquote, I want to say balanced life, but we're able to actually now put energy and time into building other areas of their lives that were, they were neglecting or they didn't feel it was that necessary. You know, but uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's absolutely mind blowing how people do not think for themselves they because we've been trained to to act we we've been we we've been told what to do and what to and what to think we've never been taught how to think yeah i agree i agree man and is, so i guess that's how you got into chiropractic was yeah. just being you know fixed and you allowing yourself to be to save yourself by going for one, right? Yeah. I won't say the chiropractor saved you, right? Because no. that doesn't happen, right? You made the choice. Yeah, Nick, yeah. so right, so good. Yeah. yeah, man, you made the choice. And so coming out of that, you just want to empower other people. Is that yeah. kind of your thought behind it? Yeah, Nick, you totally nailed it. People are like, aren't you glad you met that Cairo and he saved you? I'm like, he didn't save, sh- he didn't save shit. I had to make the decision. I had to show up. Yeah. He he gave me, he was uh he was a helper on my journey that showed me something, but I had to act on it. You know, yeah. I had to act on it. I had, I had to show up. I had to put in the work. I saved myself and people need to realize like, no one's coming to save you. You got to save yourself. You can have all these good. There's, there's so much information. We don't need more information. You just need to have action in the right direction and stick mm-hmm. with it. And I was scared. I wasn't positive about it. Like it was scared, but I stuck with it. And then when you, and then there's a gestation period, people think, well, I, you know, they, they put a time that they, they come up with a time. Well, I'm going to give this three weeks. Well, where'd you get that time from? Well, I feel like three weeks is long enough. Who told you that? So like Jim Rohn said it best, how long do you do it for? Until how much money does it take? Until how many books you got to read? Until how many people and specialists got to see? Until, until yeah. you get your desired result. Yeah. Right. I mean, so, and the thing is until you get the desired result, it's not these other people you can't blame. We're so, it's so easy. It's so easy <laughs> to blame. It's because it feels so good. It takes, it takes the pressure off, but no, you take massive ownership. Yeah. You're absolutely, I appreciate you saying that. Um, they were a great guide, but I saved my own life. Just like everybody else saves their own life. Every, everybody with results and stuff, they, they get the win a hundred percent of the time. Also yeah. at the other point you lose, not lose. You have temporary defeat. You own that too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I said before, with my divorce and, you know, impending divorce, all that stuff, you know, why would I be here right now talking to you and Roberto? That's how we got to meet. Right. But mm-hmm. how could I do that if I didn't take ownership of it? I could have been a victim. I could have just said, screw it. And, but no, we, 
I don't want this to happen to other people. So this is the reason why, right? Like, you know, if, you know, if I can make a better life by talking with people like yourself to get inspired, you know, honestly, and I say this every time, right? I do these podcasts for me. Like if somebody gets a lesson out of it, that's great. But yeah, it's, it's for me. So I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. What's well, the King Solomon thing is like with all your, with all your ways, you know, seek wisdom. You know, it's like sell everything, seek wisdom. It really is because wisdom is the act of thinking for yourself and coming to your own truth. Yep. So whether it be divorce, whether it be, you know, you're able to look back and learn from absolutely everything. And then you become a mentor to others. You know, like what I tell people is even if you're a chapter ahead, you have the ability to then uh, teach and be a mentor and, and, and use your experience. It's, it's the story. So the reason why I became a chiropractor Nick, is because in my life, in order for me to do something, I need to have a personal experience and story with it. So if I have a personal experience, therefore, I have a personal story. And when I have a personal story, it's not coming gnostically. It's not just coming from my brain. It's when I talk about it, it's coming from my heart. It's coming from my being. And I'm able to connect and build rapport just from truth. Just for here's my story. And I think so everything I do, that's one thing I always stuck to like, you know, I, I have to do something that I had a personal experience with. Everything in my life I did or try to sell that I personally didn't have an experience with, maybe it was a good product, but uh, I personally didn't have experience with it. Yeah. I said the right words. I did the right talk, didn't get the right results. But when it comes from, when it's wired deep, when you cut me open and it's deep in there, and that's yeah. personal experience with it. So, you know, with the chiropractic, it was my story. With the stem cells and stuff I do, it was my mom's story, her knees, you know, facing possible surgery. And she does it because of stem cells. Bam, story. Got an experience. So everything I do has to have some type of experience involved. And therefore, I'm able to connect on such a deeper level. And I think all of us have experience. But a lot of people, like you said, which I appreciate about you, they're afraid to talk about the shit. They're afraid to talk about the tough times. But that's... That's the gold. That's that's what people need. You know, no one wants to learn how to have make good times better. It's like no, they they want to go through the. They want to get get out of the mud as quick as possible, out of the quicksand. So absolutely, but a lot of people they're so worried about what people will think about them or how they will judge them. They're not willing to go and become extremely transparent and say, "Listen, here I am. I'm transparent." And what I've found when you're transparent and you you open up your heart. It's a form of healing because when you bring it into the light, it can no longer control you. So it was a yeah. huge part of my healing. Like I realized ulcerative colitis wasn't a disease I had. It was never mine. It was an experience I went through that led to, it was like the, it was like a universe. It was like the universe alarm clock put me in an experience that quantum leaped my purpose and my direction of my life when I had no purpose or direction. Mm-hmm. Except working out, yeah. <laughs> no, right? So it was like whack. It was, my, <laughs> it was my time. It was my time. It was my yeah. time, and I and and I couldn't get there without that experience. Yeah, and you, uh, you know, it seems like you recognized that being one-dimensional was not serving you, right? Like you could have, let's say, you didn't get that uh, that disease, and you just kept rolling in that that direction like how you know we don't know how it's going to go but would you have any of the experiences that you've had now that have been so amazing if you were just on that same train zero i I don't even know yeah i would no zero the richness and fullness of my life would be non-existent i would find a job that try to pay good money i would have been very limited 
meaning like I would have been okay with settling just to have something pay the bills. Yeah, I never would have, I would have never ever strived and, and reached this point. So, I mean, it was, I mean, imagine that. Imagine everybody watching this. Imagine one of the worst things in your life, and it could be a disease, it could be rape, it could be molestation, it could be murder of a loved one. Like, just think as bad as it gets. Imagine getting to the point where we're able to look at that thing, embrace it and love it, and seeing it as one of the greatest teaching moments of your life. It's, 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 it's rough to hear that, but what if you could get to that point? And, how, and at the other end of that point, it's, it's really paradise. It truly is. It's, it's a life that's way bigger than you thought you'd ever be able to have. But it's, it's having to go through that and having to not let it poison you anymore, but seeing it as uh, one of the greatest teachers. Yeah, and that's a lot of the work that we do in our program is, is every day is dealing with those uh, thoughts and those feelings. Yeah. Right. It's, it's amazing when you just don't let those thoughts and feelings run you because they're not real. Right. So we get to reframe that story and we get to choose the story that serves us. Right. Yeah. And, and move forward. So we got guys doing that work every day and it's amazing. So, no. yeah, um, no. I guess what, uh, yeah. What's your next plans, I guess. Like where are you taking the clinic? I guess, how's that working with, uh, with all the regulations and, Oh yeah, there's no regulations for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't participate. Okay, uh, no. Well, just in general, doing, I guess. Yeah. Where are you taking? Yeah, Kyra Clinic's doing great. Looking for an associate. I am. The cloud has moved for me. I'm blessed. I got great skills with my hands, but I'm I'm meant for bigger. All right, so I'm gonna get an associate and and uh, slowly transition out of that. Uh, the stem cell is doing amazing. Have case managers rocking that. We're bringing that to Mexico. We have offshore now where you could get stem cells in brain and eyes and spinal cord injuries and paralysis and dementia, like everything they wouldn't let you do in the States because it works. We're now able to do offshore in Mexico and Cancun in a beautiful, beautiful place, a beautiful resort. Uh, and so now I'm able to help people that, uh, that they, they will, they, the United States uh, actually gets in the way of you trying to help them. So now we have that option as well. Uh, what my heart is really in is men between 40 and 65, 40 and 60, let's say, even late 30s, uh, just optimizing the male, making the male optimized, whether it be uh, chemically, uh, hormonally, uh, physically, mm-hmm. aesthetically, you know, just really getting their mojo back. You know, it's something where when I look like, it is, like a Sylvester Stallone or The Rock, you know, these guys in their old age, they're phoenixing. They get better because their bodies are staying healthy, but their mental capacity is logarithmically growing. Like people don't know that Sylvester Stallone, he writes, he paints, he sculpts, he directs. He does all this stuff. He is like, he's got five movies already written. I'm like, he doesn't stop because his mental capacity, they, they don't stop. So it's like, wow. But everything is firing in all, all cylinders. And I believe that's what I want for men. I want to be able to optimize males, you know, make them stallions in yeah. every way, shape, or form. They <laughs> earn that. They, they deserve it, I think. And why not women? Well, because remember, I do all things that I have a, what, personal story and personal yeah. experience. I'm not a female. I don't have female hormones. I don't. I've been around them, but I don't deal with them. And uh, so, therefore, I would not be an expert, nor nor could I say have an experience to do so. But for men, I definitely can. Not only the area of men's health and aesthetics, but also, uh, you know, sexual mastery, all these other things that men were just not really taught correctly or would I feel correctly. Uh, 
and um, it's really able to unlock the, the the woman in their life and or uh, their marriage. You know, make their marriage better. Or if they're single, like you and I, it okay. uh, you know, it makes uh, it, it it we have to we have to bring the best of our ability and and who we are as the male to a relationship and to work and to all these other areas and not get tired and lethargic because of because uh, our body is going downhill. Yeah. So that's yeah. called stallion. So I'm excited for that. Dude, I, is that what the program's called? Is stallion? Because I'm in. If it's called stallion, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's it. exactly what I think it is. It's called stallion. So we have that in Atlanta right now and Cancun. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I got a few. So I'm uh, excited about that. <laughs> no, dude, that's that's awesome. I'll uh, I'll have to get the link from you, and uh, we'll pop it in the the show notes there. And uh, yeah, because I'm sure a lot of people would be interested in that. No, yeah, yeah. Peak my and, and I'm the and the thing is, it's congruency, right? It's like so. If I'm going to talk about something, that's one thing I think we should talk about is congruency. That's part of ownership, right? If if I was to show up here and I was. 60 pounds overweight, I was exhausted, I was tired, I wasn't sharp, like, I can't talk about that, but it's like, I have to live what I teach, right? So, and I think that's part of, you know, that's part of everything. It's just like, you, the more congruent you are, it's like the nonverbal sermon. It's the, it's the nonverbal communication of this person knows, you know, uh, what they're doing. And I slip up, listen, I don't eat perfect all the time. It's not about being perfect, but it at least is showing that how can I teach and lead someone to an optimized life or, you know, when I'm not yep. giving it the same go as I would ask them to do just like investing. You know, a lot of people like, well, you know, a lot of doctors I talk with, they're like, well, people, you know, they're just not spending money. I'm like, when was the last time you spent money for your health? They're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, let me see your checkbook. When was the last time you dropped for, you know, $4,000 for a health thing? Well, I haven't exactly. So, you need to go out and you need to do something for your health that's similar or more than the price that you talk, tell your patients to do. Yep. You know, like it's all these things you like, because if, if you and I dropped $5,000 for, I don't know, stem cells, and then we were in a health field and we're asking people to spend $3,000, you're like, hey, I spent it, like I invested in my health, therefore I earned the right to say the same of you versus being a hypocrite and saying, wow. I'm selling something that I wouldn't spend the money on. So it's 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 so much stuff that's inside that innately I think that other person picks up on. Yeah. And I think the more congruent you could be in life or in general, whatever you talk about, that's why being transparent is so good, then um, I think it's tremendous. I think it's such an advantage. No, and it's, it's a long, and I'm learning a lot of this now because I, I tried to do life on my own and it hasn't worked out. So... I invest in, in coaches now and, and that's yeah. a lot of the work that I do now. And man, how am I supposed to ask somebody for money if I'm not doing it myself? So it's the same thing, right? <laughs> it's the same thing as a right. doctor asking, you know, for all these programs and not investing in themselves. And uh, it's a game changer. Like, and money, yeah. yeah and mo- it is. And money is useless if it's not in circulation. Yeah. You know, if it's just sitting in my bank, it's absolutely useless. It needs to be circulated. And money really is an expression of appreciation. Yeah. That's what but it is. In I saying that, but how many times? That, right? yeah. so, no, for sure. But it, how many times would we rather just buy something shiny? You know, let's go buy you know, a better car, right. a bigger car, a bigger house. Mm-hmm. When you haven't invested one dime in yourself and like physically, 
and that's right. uh, or mentally man and it's yeah definitely a game changer for sure oh yeah you know because the the fruit that you see in someone's life is just uh and it's just an outward expression of what's going on on their inside, right? So a lot of times people could front it, you know, and it's not really, everything's everything in debt and on credit. But a lot of times when you look at someone's fruit over a long period of time, you just, it's it's really congruent or aligned with their thinking, how they're thinking, the power dump they have. And so when you don't change the physical stuff to see a change, you got to change the internal stuff first. So it's not like, what can I do to get more money? No, no, no. It's like you get more money by changing um, up here, you know? And so how do I bring more value? Yeah, yeah it, start, it, starts, it starts in thought and then comes down into actual matter. Like, like the iPhone was a thought, right? It didn't, you know, it was a thought. And then we're holding it, right? So it started as <laughs> thought. And look, I mean, like, and he refused to settle for anything less than his vision. How about that? And people called him crazy. He wasn't crazy. He just was sick of people's bullshit. He's like, no, just like Henry Ford. He's like, I want eight cylinders in one block engine. They're like, we can't do that. He's like, I know, but just do it anyway. They come back. We can't do it. He's like, I'm paying your, I'm paying your salary. Just do it anyway. Like he, like a child, just, no, I thought of it. And because I thought of it, it's a real thing. How about that? No one realizes that what you think about is a real thing. They don't do that. They think it's just a dream. <laughs> but everything in this world just started out the same way, right? It's amazing, right? Like this right. cup, this cup, this mic. But we were, yeah, everything, dude. The shirt, the the <laughs> Zoom, Jesus, <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, that Zoom guy. He's the right? actually. So <laughs> give him. I, I love seeing people win. I I love seeing win. I love seeing people people win. I love it. Yeah. I love it because everybody's like, oh, everything's going downhill on COVID. I'm like, there's plenty of people who are crushing right now. I go, Zoom's crushing it. Bezos is crushing it. He went up $59 billion in worth. <laughs> I give him applause. I don't get mad at him. I'm like, man, that's great. You know? Yeah. That's great. I just like seeing people win. I don't get angry at all. I'm like, that's inspiring. Because, oh. you know, you realize, like, for, for all these people that are doing horrible brick and mortar, well, those people who saw digital and I know a lot of guys who bought a lot of the, the businesses that are going under brick and mortar and they're putting them all online and they're just going like this. Hey, you know, it just, they had skills. They had skills that are, that are pandemic proof. Mm -hmm. Love it. <laughs> so inspired by them. Oh, and that's, yeah, that's great. And I love how you put that into your program too. It's just, yeah, that mindset and man. Yeah. I got to get down to Cancun. I'm that's all I can think about right now. I'm just kind of. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful, man. We've been lied to you by, by anyway, American America has lied to us about that country. Yeah. It's beautiful. There's no entitlement. People are loving service minded. You know, you don't feel like you're interrupting someone behind the counter. Um, beautiful, wonderful place. Yeah. yeah there's no. There's, yeah. And if there is cartel, they're they're happy that you're there. Trust me, they're not they're not against you. They want you to be there. No, it's a beautiful place. Good yeah. food, no mask. It, it was like it feels normal. That's remember just, remember that remember that thing normal. Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, and even then, was it really normal? That's the thing. So, <laughs> no, we thought it was. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. We realized you just created it. Yeah. 
No, man. So, so that that's next. So you got stem cells, you got uh, uh, male enhancement. Of yeah, male vitality. Let's do male vitality. vitality. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we enhance males too, but yeah. it's more than just <laughs> vitality. Let's go with vitality. No, man, that's, that's sweet. So I guess, uh, how does uh, one get in touch with you? Um, where do they find you? I'll just go to my Instagram. Just make it easy. At Dr. Zeno. Yep. You'll get everything you need there. So you'll get good stuff. It's, it's, I'm good to be on your feed. I'm just, you're going to leave a better person. You're not going to feel right or wrong or judgment. Like just a lot of these, like it's something that will make your life better every day. And, um, you know, stallion men's health, that's uh, com. stallion men's health.com. That's where you could uh, see about the male vitality. And uh, yeah, they're, they're to just stick with those. I don't want too many options, but at least on Instagram, you could message me. You get a hold of me. I answer all my DMs. I answer all my comments. Like that is direct relationship with me. Uh, that's that's great. That's that's great because I, like you know, uh, Chris Duffin. I did the same thing, and the dude responded, and we did an interview um, a few months ago. And man, for you guys, you know, at the level you guys are at, and actually answering your own messages, it says a lot. So, <laughs> well, that's my desire. You know, it's like I don't want to be. I just want, I want to help people. And I enjoy that. Like this right here, man. Like, you know, I want, see, here's the thing. I went to my job today and I love being, I went to my job today. So like before here, I just got home from the thing that I do. And it's the thing that makes income. Okay. You follow me here and that's my job, but this stuff right here, this is fulfilling for me. Like me having good conversation with you, someone making their day, getting one bit of information that shifts their life someone contacted me on Instagram that I could help them or speak encouragement or, or sh- again, shift their paradigm a little bit. That's fulfilling. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that, that's, that's fuel to, that's fuel to my life. That's food. That's food for the genius. All this other cool stuff I do. Yeah. It makes a living, but to me, it's not as fulfilling. Do I help people? Yes. Yeah. You know, but it's an exchange. Yeah. It's an exchange, but this, this is, this is fulfilling. This is fun. <laughs> no man so i appreciate well, man. yeah i appreciate you for being on the show this is great yeah well you could have you guys want me back again i'll be more than happy to just let me <laughs> no man no right on yeah we'll come back when i do my success story after doing the vitality well uh <laughs> be a stud man you have a beard down you have a beard down to your crotch <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love it okay man well Sorry, i think brother. we'll uh, rock off from there but Oh, no, Chris, I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, we'll chat with you again for sure. I appreciate you and everybody watching and listening so much. I love you guys. Thanks, brother. Thank you for listening to today's Tale from the Trench. Follow us on Instagram and message us for a customized coaching strategy call to successfully live your oil-filled lifestyle. You can earn a fulfilled life. Check back next week to continue listening.